All right. So, all right. Bienvenidos a Octano 91. Whoa, it's your vision. <laughs> Just kidding. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, your headlines. Randy does NASA. We'll actually cover it this time. Yeah, we won't skip it. That. Yeah, we skipped it last week. I've got some BMW updates. Podcasting has killed pirate radio, Randy. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. And finally, we'll end on questions from the listeners. But let's kick it off with the headline. So Ken Block this week or last week broke up with Ford officially. Yeah. So do you have details on this? Because I there didn't are, look... wasn't really much release. Okay, so it's that's just a mutual this um, divorce, I guess you could say. Yeah, I thought it was a little strange too because I, I was like, is it the end of a contract? Is Maybe it... that's what it is. Yeah. Or they're not seeing value in spending money on like YouTube videos. Do you, I, I started like kind of like getting into like maybe they were get, getting kind of frustrated that he was using a lot of his Ford stuff to do for what? Hoonigan and not for Ford. How so? Like, what do you do? Th- what would you like, think like, that he would like do the for hoon- Ford? Like the Hoonicorn, mm-hmm. right? Like they're using it to make all the Hoonigan videos. Yeah. And a ho- Hoonigan is his brand, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the Ford brand. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, so maybe they were like, okay, you're kind of doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're not really about that anymore. And I guess maybe I don't know, but he was still racing, so I thought it was a little odd because I mean he's popular. You know, like he's how many million views does his uh, video get? Typically? I mean, I don't know. I mean, millions, tens of millions. No, or? I wouldn't say tens of millions. Okay, I mean, let, let's single digit millions. I, yeah, I'll look one up real quick while we're discussing. But, you know, I thought it was uh, I, I, I mean, I thought it was a little odd. I don't know. I started also started thinking maybe because of the contract with Ford, he couldn't move away from Ford cars. Oh, and maybe Ford he wants doesn't to? have any new small cars, right? He's not. That's gonna, very true. You know, he's not going to do. I mean, I, I guess he could do classic or older cars, but I mean, what's the point in that? So, yeah, because they're not selling any of those. So exactly. Why would they be interested in any of that? Yeah. So. Oh, that's an interest. That's a really good assessment. That's so maybe really it was his point. decision. Right, right, right. But it's hard to say because you're right. There wasn't a lot of details. Yeah, I mean, the the drag. Racing videos, mm-hmm. six million views, three million views, three point six million, four point eight so million. Not, not a ton. Three million views is not well, a lot. You can find a YouTuber with more views than that. Oh, my baby's name is this, and it, you right. know what I mean. I guess I don't measure it that way. Right. I guess I measure it more like at what point are you sort of kind of uh, marketing? I guess profiting off the marketing, right? And if you're getting six million people watching your videos, mm-hmm. you know, each of those person gives you five dollars, you're doing pretty well. Yes. Right. Not that that's right. realistic that they would all give you money. But, right. you know, if we're thinking about it in those terms, I mean, he is a, they are the Hoonigan media machine is a marketing. Mm-hmm. They're marketing mm-hmm. gurus. Right. Yes. In, in this in this aspect. So I thought it was strange that that, that they split the relationship. Yeah, I think your your um, idea makes the most sense of uh, they don't have cars anymore. So what's yeah, going to moon? Old you're shit? right. Yeah. Like Ford Racing is now just the GT40. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, or, you know, so you're right. Maybe, I mean, who? I wonder who picks them up. I mean, Travis Pastrana has Subaru. Right. Um, they do a lot of work together. Um, what I thought was odd was that they presented this as, you know, kind of the final 
drive of the Hunicorn for Ken Block. So he gets all his Ford stuff stripped from him? That's what I see. I couldn't find any real detail on that, but it seems like that's the implication. Like all these cars were built by Ford, you know, for Ken. Uh-huh. So they are taking them now, and uh, that kind of sucks. sucks. Yeah. Unless and, they go to a museum, Ford's museum or something. That's ye- weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just I couldn't see anybody else in, in the Hunicorn. But, yeah, I thought that was odd, too. It's definitely an odd uh, announcement. Uh-huh. Not Very. enough detail. Yes. But we'll see where, where this goes. Maybe once he has his next contract, there will be more details that and, comes out. And let's speculate. What brands do you think would actually... Knowing <sighs> upcoming product lines, and then you know what we know is coming, like a BRZ. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's, I mean, we're talking. I mean, he's, a, he's an all-wheel about? drive guy. Right now, or it, historically, he has been. Yes. Yeah. Subaru and, and Ford. Yeah. With RS. What other all-wheel drives are there besides Subaru? Yeah. I mean, does Audi have some product that's... I mean, that's what I thought, too. Audi, uh, I mean, they have all-wheel drive. I mean, most big companies have all-wheel drive now, too. Right. Even BMW has an all-wheel drive. Yeah. I don't know that they would partner with Ken Block on something like a Gymkhana thing. But, I mean, that would be big for them. He's too, like, of a wild... He's too much of a wild man to, like... Be with like an esteem, but like then a also any brand. company could make an all-wheel drive car. That's true. So that's true. I mean, even Kia made a all-wheel drive Forte for specifically for like stunt driving and commercials. Right. Um, right, right. So I don't know. I like you know Hyundai has been making maybe, big moves. Maybe Hyundai does it. You know, they're the ones that have done hamsters and Blake Griffin. And- yeah, it would be it'd be odd for you know it's odd to think. But Hyundai, I think they're they're the the they're like the sneaky company to get kind of get yeah. in there and take that promo. Do you think that that um, establishes their race brand or their um, performance line more as a re- reputable no, with I, a Ken Block signature on it? I don't know about the race brand. Okay, I mean if Ken Block wins in a Hyundai, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, but if Ken okay. Block does Gymkhana uh-huh. in Hyundai, yeah. The, that'll help them sell Hyundais and establish them as a street car. You think I so? I think, yeah. Okay, okay. But not so much a race car mm-hmm. or that pedigree. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it It's interesting, but that's that's kind of where my thoughts are headed. I don't yes. really see any other company. I mean, Honda? Mm. I don't even think they need it. You know what I mean? Not like, really. There's no real... There's. I mean, there's an upside, but it's not... They don't have real incentive. Plus, I think if he, would, if he were to do a partnership with someone like Honda, he'd have way more restrictions yes. than yeah. he would with like a Hyundai or right. a Kia or right. anything like that. Yeah. So. Yes, hmm. I agree. But hmm. they don't have anything real wheel right now except the Acura NSX. Uh, yeah, but like I said, I mean, they can make anything all-wheel drive just for Ken Block, you know. But like a type, he can't, he can't don't do donuts in a Type R. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's their. Yeah. That would be that car for 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 any of these types of videos, right? And yeah, I mean, it would have to be. I don't know, man. But that's uh, it's interesting. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see where he goes. I'm I'm interested to find out where he ends up and what cars he ends up driving. I'm Most sure, definitely. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I found out, Randy, mm-hmm. why uh, Elon Musk is trying to get to Mars. 
To get rich? No, man. To bang a Martian chick? To get away from enthusiasts before they roast him. Oh, okay. Did you know that Elon Musk once owned a McLaren F1? Yes, I that. Saw he that. daily drove. Okay. And wrecked. Okay. That's, uh... That sucks, dude. That happens when you're young. He was young. I saw a snippet of a video of him driving. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that, that only that fuck. only happens when you have a lot of money. Yes. yes <laughs> that yes, only yes. happens when you have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was crazy. I read that recently. And I was like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's cool that he was daily driving it. Yes. You know, I think that was pretty cool. But the uh-huh. fact that he wrecked it kind of made me a little sad. Of course, naturally. But... <laughs> It it's it says something about what his desires are as an engineer. You know, he picked one of the best cars out at that time, if not the best. You think that was his motivation? Um, no, it's to get pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably true, yeah. Yes, but anyway, hit um, that up. Next headline: um, GM this week announced. Um, or they teased some electric vehicles. They had some guy standing in front of a silhouette or some something. I didn't watch me doing my poor research. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I just went with initial reaction. Is General Motors like the Blackberry or the Nokia of the auto industry from the sense that um, will they be the one to tank and become those two companies? Um, no, no, no. I think they're, they're taking chances. Like even with the, like the logo stuff Mm -hmm. and trying to be Mm -hmm. innovative. Yes. I think they're, I think they're sort of leading the charge. Cause I, it looks like they're reacting to something. They were never innovating cause well, they did come out with the EV one a long time ago. Yeah. But they're only doing this now because Tesla's doing it, type of thing. But that's all auto manufacturers, I know, I right? Know, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, true. I don't think so. I think, I don't think GM will end up being Nokia, or, okay, or BlackBerry, or BlackBerry. Uh-huh. Um, I don't see, uh, I don't see anyone in, in that any audio manufacturer at the at that level yet. Okay. Um, okay. maybe not, but no, I don't think I don't think GM is in that on that track right now. Okay. Okay. Um, I think if they weren't doing the things that have th- they have been doing mm-hmm. lately then i would agree mm. but i think i think they're i think they're okay so you like the this new approach they have with the green tech looking um, trying to be a tech company vibe type of thing if if i'm speaking purely like my opinion my own taste yes, it's all a, from i'm gonna say no okay i don't like it mm-hmm. um but i don't dislike it okay. but if i'm if i'm if i'm thinking strategically if i'm thinking for the business Mm -hmm. um i think it's a good move for them okay yeah i think it's smart um it's risky for sure yes but i think that's that's just a chance they have to take Mm. to go into that industry right to kind of break into tesla's market (laughs) right that's kind of where they're at now right um so so i think uh I, i like what they did i like that they took the chance i don't particularly like I mean, I don't love EVs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just kind. Of, I, I have respect for them. I love the tech, um, but I think they're they're doing the right thing by taking these chances right now. Okay, for sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, 
But into the next headline, and this touches onto something we discussed previously about car prices. Um, the average new car price now is at forty thousand dollars, Randy. Forty grand. Forty yeah. grand for yeah, the average sense. car now. That's why you and I bought used. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's absolutely. I always say this. I will never ever buy a new car again. Yep. There is absolutely no reason. I mean, it does help to know cars a little bit. Um, you know, if you are completely ignorant to the car world and working on a car, you might want to stick with buying a new car or at least under warranty. But now with things like Carvana, CarMax that offer warranties, yeah, the cars are a little pricier than you would get a private party sale, mm -hmm. but you're getting a warranty. Yeah. So you're not paying true. a car, you know, $40,000 for a car. Yep. Uh, just to get a, a warranty that is even shrinking. BMW has shrunk their five-year warranty in Malaysia to now two years, making the five-year warranty an option. Not that, that doesn't exist here. Okay. But just to kind of illustrate the direction that things are going in, even mm. with new cars, right? We're seeing the average new car price go up, and we're seeing warranties go down. Yes. So there's there's no reason for you to buy a new car, and this is also why used car prices are going up. That's very but true. But still, it it it's still a lot better to sit, to buy a used car, even if it's five years old. Because you buy a new car, you're getting hit as soon as you roll it off the lot. Yes, absolutely. Does Hyundai and Kia still have their ten year? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They do. Oh yeah. Oh. For now, we'll see. Okay. Wow, I. Yeah, no, I've been priced out. I mean, quite honestly, unless it's another like minivan where I really just want to go brand new. Yeah, that's the only time I might consider it. But we bought this uh, thing at, I think thirty even, um, b before tax title. Right now they're like thirty four, thirty five. Yeah, nah, man. I it's mean, it's just no. But what can you do? Almost right. And they get, well, they not try really. To get you... I'm gonna get a minivan off of Carvana. You oh, know what I mean? Like. Enough. Like, I'm going to have my warranty. I have, you know, the security of pretty much buying a brand new car mm -hmm. without the brand new car price tag. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they also have competitive loan rates. So, I mean, it's just there is very little reason to buy a new car now. Um, and I hope that 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 people start realizing that mm -hmm. and that changes the market a little bit. But that'll make used car prices go up. More. yeah um, maybe <laughs> but then maybe we could buy new cars not that i don't oh. think i'd ever buy a new car but right, right, it's right. just I, I don't know man i don't think there's a reason for these cars going up in price other than you, the demand mm. you know what i mean like the manufacturing they're innovating constantly yes and making cheaper ways of developing things cheaper ways of including features and in cars mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so these prices should be going down not up one would think yeah, yeah right but that's where we're at. Interesting. Any other headlines for you, John? None for me. Ready to move on to the next topic? Yes, let's do it. Because I actually wanted to interject the story before we moved into Randy Does NASA. So you remember, uh, it was early on in the episode, uh, your wifey passed by in a white dress and scared the living shit out of me? Yes, yes. So I had another similar moment. <laughs> but it was actually a ghost? Uh, it was not a ghost. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I was working in the garage, uh -huh. um, and, I was, and I was facing my workbench, uh -huh. and I'm, like, working on bushings and making a tool. Uh -huh. um, and all of a sudden, I hear, like, a kid in distress, like, uh, like, a, like a lost kid, like, uh, say, Mommy. Like in that tone, like that they're lost, right? Yeah. 
and that's creepy and then <laughs> immediately immediately behind the like, hair behind my head like my neck is like stills up i'm frozen uh-huh. and i'm like okay shit what do i do uh-huh. my first instinct i kid you not my first thing because it sounded like it was r- r- directly behind me okay my first instinct was like okay i can't just turn around and look because if it's dangerous something's got something's got to give so uh-huh. what i did was okay i'm gonna ball up my fist uh-huh. And then as I'm turning around, swing backwards. Okay. So I turned around and swung back at pure air. Right? So I'm looking, I'm like, okay, there's there's nothing there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and, and in my head it's just playing. It's like, but I heard it loud and clear. Like, mommy. Uh-huh. And it was loud. I'm like, what I thought maybe heck? you had like a child that you <laughs> some and, girl you knocked up. And no, <laughs> no not at all. Door. So then I go into the house and I'm like, I'm, I, I I asked Nancy, I'm like, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, a little kid. I'm like, yeah, it said mommy. I'm like, oh, my God. It was the neighbor kid. So somehow he must have been on, on you know, said like a been lost or something on the side of the house. And the sound must have bounced off oh, of the wall <laughs> and okay. came into the garage. Because oh. I'm telling you, dude, I heard it right behind me. Uh-huh. It was like <laughs> I, I, I froze for a brief okay. second. I'm like, what okay. do I do? But they're like. If this would have been a little kid that is, was lost and for some reason was looking for their mom in my garage, he would have taken a fist to the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's an asshole move. Uh, yeah, dude. I thought about it after. I'm like, man, yeah, that is an asshole move. If I would have hit that little kid. But what do you do, dude? Like, <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you know? Sounds like you were more scared than the kid. Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh-huh. Like, like you know, there's, I guess, the meme. I forget what the meme goes. There's a meme that goes, oh, it's around everywhere, but it's like there's nothing happier than the sound of the child's laughter which is true unless it's at 2 a.m by yourself <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have any kids right, like, right. yeah that's exactly yeah, how yeah, i felt that's, dude. that's, that's also exactly very true. how i felt very, very true. but anyway randy does nasa yes um we had been talking about you joining our track days forever and when i say we it's sort of like jaime you know we've got uh um tony mm-hmm. i mean we got people all over the place you mm-hmm. know asking and like randy when are you gonna get to the track and we were working on kind of maybe going to big willow maybe doing this maybe yeah. doing that but you said i didn't want to go far so i wanted to always go to the fontana one right and it just so happened that this year there's two events at right fontana through nasa yeah through nasa so I will sign up for, well, the last time I spoke about this back in November, October, I said, I guarantee my next mod was going to be a helmet. Right. So I have to live and die by my word. Yes. Yes. That's how I am as a person. It's in the ether now. too. I I stay true to my word and it's in the ether. Yes. That's actually absolutely true. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to sign up for the HPD one. Um, in March okay. at Fontana, because like you had said, I have the flexibility to stay for the whole day. Yep. Or if I want to jet or need the jet early, I can. It's close enough that it's not a nightmare, as you can hear from the inside of my house. Yeah, little, little kids, That's, dude. They they they'll scream "mommy" behind your back and de- scare the living shit out of you. Deal with that for fourteen hours, <laughs> and you've got a crazed wife. <laughs> You know, so more he, reason to stay at the track, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. For if I, if I was selfish, but there, there's there's later repercussions if I continue that. So I gave her a brand new kitchen, and in exchange, <laughs> you get to go to half a track day. Yes, 
Yes, absolutely, dude. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Got to buy credits, man. That's you know, a, so. I don't know. That's not a balanced scale, but all right. Let's, well, let's do yeah, it. that's let's, true. Yeah, in terms of cost, absolutely. Right. But nonetheless, you know, it is. I'm still actually on the fence about which car to bring. Right. Quite honestly. Uh, whether so, either the van or the S2000. Yes, van <laughs> is what I'm leaning towards. Because you're selling kidding. the Prelude, right? <laughs> Uh, he hasn't given me a full thumbs up yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you might track it before he buys it or he might not buy it. Oh, okay. I don't know. So you're considering taking the prelude. Uh, yes, but it still leaks oil. So I've got to get that addressed before I do that. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't pass inspection. No way. No chance yeah. in hell. <laughs> the two, one hour he parked it, my car. Yeah. Not on my like oil collecting board. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it dripped. I was like, "Oh shit!" This oh is, man, yeah. mm-hmm. four drips. Okay, then yeah. I mean, it just that's two thousand. But so and and I was I almost thought of not bringing this up. Okay, but I knew I would have been a bad friend by not bringing it up. Go for it. So in Fontana, the uh, the track is banked on yes. one on one area. Okay, um, so. With the S2000, it's almost oh. mandatory that you baffle. Okay, that's why you had briefly mentioned it. I briefly that. mentioned it. Um, I This is actually was brought to my attention by Jaime. Um, he, oh. he brought it to my attention and told me, oh, let Randy know. Um, uh. See, so this is why. And 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 but let me say this, mm. right? I had to baffle my E36. Mm-hmm. I had to get a welder to do it. Yeah, and it was still an extremely easy job. Absolutely, but turns just cost. Out, turns cost out, what, um, turns out for Hondas, uh-huh. there are bolt-in solutions. Mm-hmm. There's also a, a, a welded one, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean. You mm. wouldn't have to engage a welder, although I, I have someone who can do it for pretty cheap. Right. Um, you wouldn't have to deal with it. All you have to do is pull the pan, uh-huh. bolt in the baffle, and you're good to go. And you have three months to do it. Mm. Um, is it absolutely necessary? I'm going to say no. Okay. Right? But it's a smart move. It is a smart move, especially since it's both your track car and your street car. It's almost the garage queen. That's that's where I. That's why I was considering the prelude too. That, but, I mean, but you're you're uh, over, I know, overshooting I know. a bit on the garage queen, right? Well, to me, it is like on <laughs> yeah. my low, cheap ass budget. Right, yes, right, right. Yes. But I mean, you also want to drive it, right? That's very true. Um, so I mean, I would absolutely give you all my help mm-hmm. to get that baffle in and the pan down. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, it's definitely heavily recommended that you do that uh, prior to your track day. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been seeing, like, helmet stuff, and I've been seeing, like, track prep lists pop up on my feeds. Yeah. And so it's like, man, this is actually, like, there's a lot of – I like to come prepared. Yeah. For it, anything and everything. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot you got to do. But there's a big, long list of shit you got to buy, bring, and be prepared for. Like, this adds to that. Well, I mean, I'm going with you. Okay, fair so enough. So, I would have all of that. Are uh, you, you're driving it, too, then, I imagine? No, I'm towing. Oh, oh that's what I mean, though. You're going to be driving at the event. Yeah, but I wouldn't be driving HPD-1. Right, I know two, that, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. or... 
but I mean, there might be two, but you'd, you'd have the gear, is what you're I'd saying. I'd have the gear, basically. So you'd have full tools, you'd have fuel, you'd have pretty much everything you needed. Um, uh-huh. So you wouldn't really have to pack anything other than like you know your snacks and your drinks. Okay. You're not uh, gonna pack my snacks? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Lunchables, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. But but yeah, I mean, so so uh-huh. really, I mean, you wouldn't have to. I mean, honestly, you're. I don't know. I don't know how it would not get addicting for you. Yeah. So eventually you'll probably get your own stuff, but at least to start, like right. I said, I would have everything that you need in terms of tools, impact guns, all that stuff. We're and that's what go. I need. I need yeah. to just not have to worry about all that prep because it's overwhelming. Ah, uh, I mean, I mean, it's just stuff I got to remember to freaking break. And the S two thousand doesn't carry a lot. I mean, it does kind of suck. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not the fun part of track <clears throat> driving. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's all part of the life, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy like collecting my tools, you know, yeah, I'm a tool collector, mm-hmm. uh, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I like having stuff, but, uh, but I know you're like, you're, especially right now you're like decluttering. So you don't, exactly. you don't really want to have a lot of like... stuff, but th- it doesn't require a lot. I mean, it's a minimal, especially in a Honda. I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a minimal tool set. Uh, you know, once you start taking it more seriously, you you might want to have some spares for stuff that might break. Okay. Okay. Control arms and all that stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. carry a spare of uh, pads, you know, brake pads and stuff like that. But so I, mean, I should bring that for your first time out. No, mm. no way. I'm thinking once you once. Oh, once you're more... once you start taking it more seriously, okay. then of course you know you're gonna drive harder. You're gonna go through your consumables faster. Mm-hmm. So it's better to be prepared. But on your first time out, you know, especially with HPD one, you're not really racing for time. You're just kind of getting used to everything, mm-hmm. learning the track. Mm-hmm. And having fun, um, I th- I think you'll be you'll be fine with really just showing up with a helmet. I mean, I showed up, I I was, I always go overboard with preparation, okay. which is a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And it was a bad thing to start because I was preparing for like autocross events, like yeah. I was going to the track, right? Tools, spare tires. Right. I mean, I had everything, zip ties. I mean, there were multiple situations in which people were like, oh, does anyone have a zip tie? Does anyone have a clamp? Does anyone have this? And I was like, you know, giving stuff to people. Oh, okay. But I never, ever had to use it for myself. Huh. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, so it's, uh, I, I would have been fine with showing up with a helmet and gloves and, and I'm being cool, right? Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, especially if I'm going um, or even Jaime's going, he takes a bunch of tools too. Right. I, I think you'd be fine. Hmm. Yeah, okay. so it's really just your preparation up to that day, which means the baffle. And that's all you think is really yeah, and borderline the, a well, good idea. Well, besides the helmet. This is the only information I've received. I haven't researched the S2000. So, yeah, I was looking into that cuz once you brought that up uh in our side conversations outside of the show, I was looking into it and um yeah, it just sucks that it's an additional cost to entry, which is a smart move. Yeah. And it's precautionary purely. Yeah. Which that I fully understand. And I appreciate that advice, actually, because I wouldn't have realized that it was because of the banked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Track. And even even G-forces. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. I mean, that probably won't be as much of a concern for you to the, in the start. Okay. But maybe you get confident enough in session three and, you know, you're 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 going to be sloshing oil all the way to one side away from the pump i don't know the i guess the, where everything is situated in the s2000 right um right but you know that's that's definitely potential i mean most cars on the track 
that are going to be tracked at least, you know, somewhat frequently uh-huh. have baffles. Oh. Yeah. Or people run with a little extra oil or whatever. Um, I've, but yeah. I've read that too, like an extra quart or so. Yeah. Right? So I would, I would do some research, you know, uh-huh. see. Uh-huh. But I mean, the car was designed to be a track car. At least the engine was. Yes. And the rest of the car was too as well. But so, it's also a $6,000 engine. So if I blow it, I eat six grand. Versus a couple hundred bucks, like you said. Uh, for the baffle. Right, for a baffle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what does the... Um, does the S2000 have a oil pressure indicator? In the car? Yeah. No. No gauge, no nothing. No gauge. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, because you probably wouldn't know until it would it was blown already. So with an oil pressure indicator, assuming this car had it, when it's getting low, that would tell me to shut the car off and cool down, essentially. Right? Yeah, because the yeah. oil's not getting to the oil pump. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So you can measure those levels a little better, which is why I am putting in an oil pressure gauge. Right. But you know the S fifty two is actually known for. There are specific events like the oil pump falling off, the oil pump nut falling off that the that particular engine and in, and most of those generations is known to do. Okay. I have it wired, but you never know. Yes. So it's imp- it's better to, you know, to to kind of know that stuff before it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean I mean and it wouldn't hurt even just for like your mountain cruises, you know? Yeah. As that's true. as your driving progresses and I would say, you know, your driving is going to progress pretty fast cuz you were you were keeping up with us with that prelude. Mm-hmm. Um so in the mountains. So I think I think you're you're probably a decent driver. You want to get fast and eventually you're going to probably drive in the mountains that fast. Mm, so the yeah. baffle was kind of something you would have to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to look into it. I mean, it's good to know now. It's January. For this sure. is in March. I'll probably buy it in the next couple of days. Yeah. The the ticket to get in. Yeah. And the membership or whatever. And then uh helmets shopping and yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess I'll do I'll do the right thing because that's how I like to approach these types of first time things, right? right. Like snowboarding yeah, yeah. for the first time. Don't go out without an ass pad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. this, this is one of those ass pad type yeah, of get, situations. Yeah, get your ass pad. Yeah. Yes, this is my, covering my ass, literally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You got to cover six, your ass. Yeah, yeah. six grand. That's so. how much it costs for that motor, six grand? Mm-hmm. For a used one or a brand new one? Uh, Used for uh, for the F-22, yeah. Ah, I didn't know they were that expensive. Yeah, four to six. I guess four, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's a it's an in-demand car cuz that's yeah, that's it's like a, half the price of It's the your it's car. The, and it wasn't um sold in any other car, that engine. Oh, okay. It's forged internals um and the high revving, all that all that shit. So, so okay. So we are going to see you in Fontana in March, that's, but there are some things you have to do. There is one thing I have to do, which is install get it a baffle and install it and buy a helmet. That's two things. things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, so we're good. You know, you didn't have to build a whole car before your track That's true. So you'll probably meet your timeline. So you guys feel like that's really all I need to do? Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Honestly, even for me, like, I'm telling you because it's not my car. Mm -hmm. And it'd be a dick move of me Mm -hmm. to not tell you. About the baffle? Or? Yeah, about the okay. baffle. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd do it for the first time out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, you know, you should. The smart move is to do it. There's no reason for you not to do it. Okay. There's there's really nothing holding you back from doing it. Correct. Um, But if I was already in the mindset of going and I wasn't really planning on doing that, mm-hmm. I might... I might just be like, okay, I'll just put an extra court in there, chance it for a bit, <laughs> <laughs> and then do it, right? Fair enough. Um, but but like I said, the smart move is, is to just take it. care of it. I mean, you're gonna have to do it eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, the only shitty part is that since these cars are older, yeah. sometimes these things have been done before. I was going to say that. What if it had been done? I open it and I come to find a baffle there. You return the baffle. Uh, so that's 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 the that's the th- I want to make sure I get everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean get everything like, like, like cover all the bases that you're going to come at me with, right? Oh, you know. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, like yes. so I you know, you'll re- just make sure you you know, take good care of the baffle uh-huh, up until uh-huh. we remove the oil pan. Find an F- FCP and, euro yeah, of yeah. S2000s. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, if it's a brand new oil baffle, any company, any reputable company would take it back. back. Yeah. I mean, if you already have it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably what you, at minimum, what you should probably do. Okay. uh, Just to make sure it's safe. And like we said, it's something you would have to do anyway, but unfortunately now there's a timeline on it. Yes. Which kind of puts a little stress on the situation. Yeah. And that was like March 21. So there's, ample time to do it i just have to buckle down and do it yeah it's definitely one of those things like uh add it to my list but it is what it is gotta do what i gotta do do it the right way oh yeah man that's the way i see things for sure okay right on right on all right so you heard it here you heard it here randy guaranteed last year in fontana only in the morning (laughs) yeah the first in march at, at least at least right uh, at least. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you need me to talk to Sam? No, it's all, I already got the, <laughs> you already was, got the heads up. For I the, already got the approval for the, the first day for the whole day. Uh, yeah. I, I told her it could be up to four. It could be, um, maybe six, but mm-hmm. I'm, if you need me, I can bail at noon or before by lunch if you need me to. Okay. Okay. And I asked this right <laughs> after we were looking at the kitchen and how much she loved that kitchen. <laughs> dude you're so, redeeming your brownie points right away absolutely you yeah, have yeah, to because yeah. you got to catch them on that high of like yes i love my kitchen there you go so can i xyz and here i am oh, man that's that's the husband father game of three kids who are crazy uh i'm i guess maybe yeah 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 i'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, gaming it but i have to like i said so i'm making it work it right. cost me a pretty penny just I mean, to get I didn't, out there. I did mention before that we could take them to the track with us. Yeah, that's not happening, dude. I can't leave them in the desert with, you know, like... What do you mean, leave them in the desert? We'll be out in Fontana. It's going to be beating sun down on them. They're just going to be walking around. They're dude, gonna get bo- they get bored fast, dude. The, those, get those umbrella hats. You know what I mean? Like some sippy, days, some sippy cups. Take yeah. them up and down the stands at Fontana looking all the race cars. Nah, oh, that only dude. gets interesting for so long. I'm basically a child, bro. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> You have all the plans, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that, but it's just going to be way easier if that's not a stress. It would be easier. For sure, it yeah. would be easier. So all right. We'll, but we'll be. Uh, all right. Yeah. At least three sessions we're looking at. 
start. Yeah. How long does that take? For 20 minutes each, right? Uh, yeah, 20 to 30 minutes, but Spaced they're but they're split up. So you'd probably your day would probably be over at two o'clock or so. Oh, with, yeah, with the three that's sessions. That's about right two, on. Yeah, somewhere around there. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. But anyway, into my updates, and I'm so damn sick of lists at this point. I wish all I had to deal with was a baffle, man. <laughs> um, it's been a mad scramble to get everything done. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not off target yet. Jan 22 is next Friday. It's next Friday. I have taken an entire week off work. Uh-huh. So uh, starting today, I'm off work until the 25th. Oh, shit. And all I'm going to do is work on the car. Um, Jaime is coming over tomorrow to oh, help wow. me out, help me put the rear end in on the car. Mm-hmm. And I think once I get through that and get the uh, wheel bearings on, it's pretty much smooth sailing. I've scheduled my U-Haul trailer. I've scheduled the uh, the alignment guy. Okay. Right on Thursday, you're yes. getting your alignment done as well. Um, and this week has just been prepping all the parts to go back in, which means pressing out bushings and ball joints, mm. and that has been a pain in the ass, bro. Like I got, I went, I went to <laughs> Starbucks before coming here, uh-huh. and I went to receive my drink, yeah. and my fingers started cramping up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, when I was uh-huh. trying to reach my drink cuz uh-huh. okay so this kit that I bought it was it's a kit that is sold to pull all your bushings and uh ball joints off the rear end of the car I would say at least 2 of the 5 sets of bushings are not covered by the kit so oh, I've shit. had to get creative uh-huh. using like sockets and stuff to uh, kind of see what okay. fits. Uh-huh. Um, and in one case, I actually blew a bushing, uh, the outer uh, race of a bushing uh-huh. open because the socket that I was using was just slightly too small, just oh, a little bit. So it was cranking it in, cranking it in, and right at the end, it just it busts bu- through it, without pushing it, it busts, out. It, yeah, the the basically the socket blew into the bushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I had extras, mm-hmm. so I got that one out and I put the right one back in. Uh, but man, what are what a pain in the ass pressing out shit that's been in there for twenty five years, mm-hmm. man. And this is like this is a California car. You couldn't burn it out in these cases. No, I mean you could heat up the actual trailing arm so it expands the metal a little bit to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I just I get I get a little skittish i guess with heating up parts fire <laughs> not fire okay i just okay. don't want part, parts to warp oh like that's my fear okay. i know it takes a lot of heat to do that mm-hmm, but i just mm-hmm. don't where if i don't need to why do it yeah so i've been doing a lot of force a lot of hammering okay. a lot okay. of stuff like that and it was really just taking stuff out i mm-hmm. put the bushings and you'll see this on 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 uh on instagram mm-hmm. i put the bushings and the ball joints in the freezer overnight okay so then it would be easier to press everything went back in a lot easier than when it was coming back out um i mean it took i would say hours to press everything out and probably half an hour to press everything back in Mm. so that was nice so now everything is prepped i mean my trailing arms all the bushings and ball joints have been replaced same with the subframe my uh my lower arms came in finally so those are now measured to length and ready to go back in uh, really the only job I have left to do is, uh, wire in my gauges, which 
is really just connecting three wires. Just. Just. Famous ju- last words. Oh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I triple, quadruple, quintuple, whatever, checked uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah, I, I did it without the battery being connected. So I don't know. Okay. Right? Okay. If okay. everything is going to be powered or not. But, I mean, I checked. every. I was so thorough about everything uh-huh. that unless something was wired incorrectly by BMW themselves. I would say it's very unlikely that things don't work. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I'm I'm fairly confident I did things right, mm. right? Because I mean, I just it's it was like an hour of following up on my work just to make sure everything was wired appropriate co- correctly. I mean, I I even went as far as to buy the right heat shrink the right size like so you use crimps with heat i use crimps in some areas where crimping is a a little harder or maybe wasn't recommended i um i use the like the soldering connector Mm self-soldering connectors yeah i know what you're talking about yeah um which are pretty cool i never used them before yeah there's nice shit now yeah i don't you know i don't i mean they work pretty well i trust it honestly yeah i mean I'm, i i tested it on one and i was yanking it on it hard mm-hmm. and it wasn't coming apart i was like you know i'll, I'll never have to solder again because mm-hmm. i hate soldering yeah agreed. um and it, this there's no chemicals flying into mm-hmm. the air which mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. but i did read and i don't know obviously this is kind of through my research so maybe my research led me the wrong way but they did read that in high vibration situations it is more recommended to crimp than it is to solder because mm. solders come apparently the vibration undoes the soldering okay. and they come undone okay. easier um but so i i did crimping and stuff and then i used uh you know the heat shield mm-hmm. on them so they're in there rough and uh i did do a lot of stuff a lot of extra stuff that i didn't have to do like put in a lot of uh, uh waterproof plugs okay mostly to make my life easier later so mm-hmm. I don't have to take the harness out. I can just unplug a fan, unplug a sensor, mm-hmm. and everything, the whole cooling system comes out rather than oh, okay. being wired directly. I'm doing the same thing with the gauges. Mm-hmm. So I can just pull the gauges out, unplug one uh, cable, and then well, pull yeah. everything one out. In case, yeah, it, yeah, everything stays in. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a shitload of wiring in that car that I probably won't need anymore. Are you te- going to tear some of that nah, shit out? Nah, dude. I, I, don't know that I'm, I don't know that I'm up for that job. Yeah, it's, it becomes a slippery slope. It does, dude. You pull, like- you pull one cable, snip one wrong cable. and, and There's then that. You, yeah, because yeah. a lot of these cables go to the same fuse, mm-hmm. right, in some way or another. So really, it's finding a cable, following it all the way back, and okay, it can say, okay, I don't need this. Pull mm-hmm. it out. And I don't know that I have that patience. Yeah, it's tedious. So work. there are companies that make harnesses with like you can say I, I just want lights, windows, the cluster center console, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You can kill everything else, and then they'll give you a custom one, but they're extremely expensive. Yeah. So I might just find a way to like you know wrap everything and make everything neat because mm-hmm. everything behind the dash is just loose. And it's a disaster. Um, But I'm pulling a lot of that stuff out. I I started just pulling the pieces that I needed to access, you know, wiring for the gauges and stuff. And then after a while, I was, you know what? Like, let's just do it. So I just, I pulled everything out. Um, I found about $3 and 57 cents and change. Cool. So that goes back into the budget. (laughs) (laughs) From all the previous owners? From all the previous owners, right? Cool. So there was a ton of a ton of money in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, 
at and now it's really just like I said, just the wheel bearings, and then uh, and then we're good to go. It's smooth sailing. Just uh, put the shifter in, and then it's just fluids. There are no fluids in the car yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been holding off on. I don't want to do partial because then I'll forget if I did it or not. Okay. Yes. You that's know. A smart move. Yeah. So then I'm that's just the like. Worst. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's just do all fluids once the car is back together, mm-hmm. and then I start the car. So. I'm thinking, you know, especially with Jaime's help tomorrow, I should be good to go by Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Um, and at that point, I don't know, I might go live for the first startup since, you know, disassembly and reassembly. Oh, you better, you better text me and let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So then uh, so then we'll see if it blows up or not <laughs> before I even go to the track day. Right. Uh, I just, I re- I'm really hoping for no check engine lights. Yeah. Uh, but worst case, you know, a check engine light and, and then we're good. Like might be a sensor or something, but uh-huh. I'm really hoping things go smoothly. I know it's going to make funny noises. Famous last words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm saying, I hope, you know, I'm not yeah. saying it will, but yeah, that's you're true, right. That's you true. Know? Fair enough. All but, right, but right. yeah, it's, it's just, that's, I just, I need that to go the motor and transmission to go. Okay. And now I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm freaking out a little bit because. So Jaime had an issue with his EG in mm-hmm. that he over greased the input shaft on the transmission. Really? And the grease, yeah, the grease got onto the clutch. And apparently, see, I always thought that it would just burn off. Uh-huh. But it didn't. So he doesn't have a clutch that'll engage. So it won't engage. It'll just it's slip slippery. on the and it actually messes up the flywheel and messes oh. up the clutch itself. Wow. I don't know. How, I don't know how much damage his had. I think he might have saved it in time, but there's potential for that. Mm. So now I'm like, you know, did I or did I not super? Because I know I greased the input shaft. Uh-huh. Um, I know I researched enough to where I saw people saying use a very thin layer, but I don't remember how much grease I actually used. OK, so I'm like, damn, I really hope that I didn't over grease that thing. Go to the track and I end up with a slipping clutch. Right. Um, Because I don't want to take the transmission out. I just don't. Yeah. I don't want to do. I don't want to do a major job for Mm. at least three months. Yeah, dude. You know, I want a break, man. That's how I feel about my kitchen. It's, I feel you. Oh, dude. dude That's why I'm like about this oil bath thing. I was like, fuck. I'm surgery. Def- I don't I'm, feel like doing surgery. Oh, bro, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely at the point where. Don't get me wrong. I know that once this is done and the car is on the track and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it, I'm going to be extremely fucking proud of myself. Sure. But right now I'm just like, I really need this to be over because it's like, you know, eight to 12 hour days at work and then another six hours in the garage afterwards, just kind of figuring things out because I don't I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I reach your stuff on YouTube. I reach your stuff in a forum. And yeah, it kind of tells you how to do it, but at the same time, doing it yourself, there is a learning curve. There are mistakes that you make that you have to figure out how to solve yourself. Yes. Um, and sort of the, the frustration of doing that is what is exhausting. You know, yes. it's not the actual work itself. Uh-huh. It's the frustration of messing something up, uh-huh. blowing a bushing open mm-hmm. and having to replace that, things like that. So I'm just, I'm ready to to enjoy it now, but... Honestly, like at this point, I could open my own E36 shop. (laughs) You know, oh, yeah. I mean, I have the tools now. Yeah. You know, because I told you I'm a tool collector. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I have the know how. I've made all the mistakes. Maybe not all. Probably there's probably other mistakes I can make, Mm -hmm. but I've made a lot of the mistakes um, and I learned how to get around them. 
Um, I think that's been the biggest learning piece okay. of building this car. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point in which I would mess something up and that's where I would stop. And that's where I would take it to a professional. Mm-hmm. Now I've learned to kind of power through that and figure things out on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the car falls apart on the track, maybe uh, it wouldn't be such a smart move. But right now it looks like everything is coming together well. Um I have to start working now on like the decorative things, the making it my own pieces. Um, I have a, a spoiler that I still need to paint. Uh, you know my my race car numbers, which I will announce. And 69. you don't know. I thought about it. <laughs> Everybody puts sixty nine. No, so this is so you know I I name my cars uh, after the Apollo space Correct. missions. Um, and so this was supposed to be Apollo sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and That's I thought a good number. It's not. <laughs> it's not. They barely made it back. It's not. Yeah. It's uh-huh. yeah. And so the story didn't give me the butterflies, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and not only that, this uh-huh. is the first ninety-one octane build. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. So I started thinking. I was like, okay, it's the first ninety-one octane build. This should be car one ninety-one. Oh, okay. Okay. So this uh, car is officially car. 191 mm-hmm. i think once you put your baffle in mm-hmm. that the, the s2000 is officially the second <laughs> okay so 91 octane, so you're 291 <laughs> 291 and i think that's that's it, i mean even if you don't want to adopt it that's i think that's how i'm gonna keep the builds going oh that's cool yeah so like we're doing that. 191 cool. 291 391 mm-hmm. if we get past Nine. 991 then we gotta think about something <laughs> <laughs> we gotta figure something then we out. gotta think about something but we're probably really broke by then so mm-hmm. or really rich well, right. who knows who knows yeah. but uh but that's where we're at with the car uh, i'm extremely excited right now i'm worn out um my my arms hurt like i said my hands are cramping mm-hmm. i i have cuts on my hands constantly oh, yeah uh yeah. I'm, i just healed this one here and then you get a new one and then you get a new one yeah, yeah. and yes. it's and i wear gloves you know I, mm-hmm. I i try to wear the right protection i wear when i'm painting i wear a mask mm-hmm. and all that stuff make sure you're doing that because yes. i did it one day i painted without wearing a mask just because i was being lazy and this was outside and I had the worst headache for like two hours after that. I'm like, yo, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Wow. So so I stopped being lazy about it. You know, protect yourselves for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited as hell to get this thing up and running. The 22nd is still on the books. Hopefully we're out there. If we are, you know, make sure you come say hi. If you see the, uh, it's, it'll be a black and yellow E36, yellow numbers. Um mm. But it, it won't be – it definitely won't be, like, unveil ready. It'll be a shakedown day. Oh, okay. You know, it kinda, it'll kind of be like the Ford Mustang uh, – no, the Mustang Mach-E video, um, the one that Von Gittin Jr. used to drift, the performance one okay, they made. sure. You know how there was that video where he's, like, doing donuts in it, but there's no body panels and stuff? Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. going to be the 22nd okay. for the E36. Okay. And then I'll probably spend another month doing the decorative stuff, which is cake compared to what I've been doing. Yeah. And then we'll do a little unveiling on, on the car, kind of in its final form. I already have an idea what I want to do. There'll be no livery for now, mm-hmm. uh, but there'll be some pieces on the car to give it a bit of a, a bit of a unique taste. So your head's already in the aesthetic phase. That's a good, that's a good sign. It is. That means you've got through a lot. Yeah, dude. It's, it's been a lot. I, uh, I, as soon as it's done, I will wrap up all the numbers, all the hours I've invested, which I am still tracking. 
and then I'll do a breakdown on the on the dollars. Mm-hmm. So I'm at about twelve thousand, uh, uh, so including all the safety stuff that I haven't bought that I'm estimating for. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I'm gonna end. Damn. Um, which is a lot, but mm-hmm. at the same time, for a fully overhauled, prepped track car, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, reasonable. Okay. I think it's definitely reasonable. Um. But I'll go into details on that uh, once it's all done. But you know, look out, look out for me, uh, Big Willow. We're coming on Friday, Ooh maybe. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> you'll but do it, it. I believe in you. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll get there. If the I'll car- know on Thursday. Yeah, you'll know for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, I already have someone lined up. I don't know if they want to go, but I told them I was like, dude, if I can't make it, I want you to take my my uh, ticket to mm-hmm. go to big willow because i don't want it to go to waste yeah i would rather give it away mm-hmm. than have it to, go, to have it go to waste so if he doesn't want it and by thursday i'm not ready to go i'll probably just throw it up on instagram whoever wants it can go damn yeah because i, okay. I yeah okay. it would suck you know if yeah, somebody doesn't totally. take that spot totally so uh it's an intermediate pass so mm-hmm. if you're an intermediate driver and i don't make it just uh, keep an eye out on Instagram. All right. <laughs> anyway, yes. next topic, which is unrelated to cars, but related to podcasting. Podcasting killed pirate radio. And this idea popped into my head because I was watching Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. And Hal uh, starts a pirate radio station. Who's Hal? Hal is uh, Malcolm's dad oh, okay. on Malcolm okay. in the Middle. Okay. Uh, Brian Car- Cranston's character. Mm-hmm. And he starts a pirate radio to... Uh, to pretty much talk against the government and become sort of a conspiracy theorist okay and um and i started thinking i'm like you know what podcasting has made pirate radio obsolete you know the fcc used to have a big problem with pirate radio stations um you know taking up the airwaves with people you know transmitting their message okay and it was sort of the way the government controlled you know how we communicated a bit with right? having a, just a, a radio station just that have, they had full control of yeah well i mean the or fact that the you weren't spectrum, you spectrum. weren't allowed to have your own right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now everybody's allowed to have a voice and right? everybody has a freaking podcast everybody now. has a podcast now yes, yes that's right i think everybody we used to say everybody has a podcast when we started probably what three years ago uh-huh. now uh-huh. Now it's like everybody <laughs> has a podcast. One, yes. And, you know, like I used to think that, um, you know, th- that th- the market was too saturated, mm-hmm. right? That there's too many content creators. Mm-hmm. And I'm I was so wrong. So Why wrong, dude, because I don't have enough. Like I am a consumer of YouTube and podcasting content. OK. And I content isn't produced fast enough. For me to consume it. Oh, so you're saying you still have time or you still want stuff. I still want stuff like, you know, because I, oh. I listen to podcasts while I work. Uh, sometimes I'll take a break off of work and watch a 10 minute car video mm-hmm. um, before going to bed. Sometimes I'll read. Sometimes I'll just watch whatever's available on mm-hmm. YouTube. And I might only read because there isn't nothing available on YouTube, <laughs> right? And I follow a ton of channels like uh-huh. BS for Build, Engineering Explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, the it's definitely, there's definitely still a shortage. 
So I think if you're hearing us say that everybody has a podcast, we're not, I'm not saying it in a negative way. Yes. You absolutely. know, I, I'm definitely encourage every single one of you, make sure you have a voice, mm-hmm. make sure you're responsible with that voice. Mm-hmm. Make sure you research Randy. Don't cause a riot. <laughs> Don't cause any riots. <laughs> yeah. Don't end up at the Capitol building. Yes. Doing that, stupid shit. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I definitely encourage you to create content because I want to listen. Mm. You know, and before it was a lot harder, right? With the pirate radio stations, there was and, not the it was uh, si- radio silence, so all you'd hear is the birds when you were playing outside. Oh now you yeah, listen to music, for, yeah, for everything you do. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and it's everyone has an avenue avenue to express themselves in whatever way they want, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. the symbol of America, and that's the pur- purpose of the internet. Yeah, it really, is. Right? I mean, through the internet came podcasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I mean, it's. Uh, the the internet is still some people would argue against it especially the people that were involved in the disaster the terrorist attack mm-hmm. on the capitol building um but you know the internet is sort of the last place where there is no censorship yes right there's still like the fcc can't tell you no you can't podcast right you know you can't you can't have your own radio station we and have everybody get, listen to it we don't get taxed or there's no cost of entry exactly yeah there's no real barriers mm-hmm. uh, like it would be to open up our own radio station that's or true. television network that's true that's very um, very true yeah so it's uh huh. yeah i i've it i mean if we're being honest so, so podcasting killed pirate radio and youtube is killing tv yeah for me especially because i get a lot of my content from uh from youtube I don't watch any on the over the air stations anymore. Period. Oh no! And it's like uh, NBA Finals and MLB, uh, the World right. Series, and that's right? and that's it, it right? And because it. I can, because mm-hmm. it's available over the air. Yes. Right. If right. it was paid, like I don't watch any any of the TNT stuff, TBS stuff for like the World Series. I don't watch any of that on TV. Okay. You know, I mm-hmm. subscribe to Pirate Bay. <laughs> but you know it's like it's yeah there's there's just no reason really i mean with netflix and even now i'm I'm sort of cutting away from hulu's and i think Mm -hmm. you do it the best in which you have a group of friends that kind of share different um subscriptions Mm -hmm. so you're not Mm -hmm. paying for like five six seven subscriptions Mm -hmm. but you know tv networks killed that too you know they could have worked with like Netflix yes. to like collaborate and mm-hmm. say, okay, let's all make some money here together. Mm-hmm. And you know, the consumer doesn't suffer. Mm-hmm. Now we're all like back at like cable prices. If we want all these different, they took the office off of Netflix and it's on Peacock. What a oh. great fucking name for a streaming service. Right, right, right. right. And so I'm not going to sign up to Peacock to watch the office. Like, fuck yes. you. Like, no, yes. I'm done. I'll just watch my YouTube stuff. Okay. Yeah. I so I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, that's all dying. You know, it's mm-hmm. all the way you consume. Maybe it's, you know, the older generation, because we're still kind of approaching middle age at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the generation that's older than us still watches television that way, right? They still consume media Definitely that my way. parents do. Right. Yeah. So I think once we start getting older, we're going to start seeing a big shift. We're, you yes. know, pirate radio died first, but regular radio might be next. I don't. Do you think regular radio will die? Will die? Uh, I listen to it in the car. So that's why I say that. See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, radio, I think radio radio still exists because of the easy access infrastructure. 
Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah, can it's over the air, you over can get the it from air, anywhere. yeah, you can get it from anywhere, and it's always available in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, but with you know, with technology advancing, podcasting might become just as easy. I mean, podcasting right now is one or two extra steps to listen in your car. Yes, right, that's absolutely right. Um, it Unless probably won't be available payload. over the air. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but you know, it's it, it's just and I. Ex- Every time, this is part of my routine, I get in my car, I either open up Spotify mm-hmm. or I open up like uh, Google Podcasts, okay. right? And I'm listening to my podcast or I'm listening to music. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I used to listen to the radio when I had a commute, mm-hmm. but that was only when I ran out of my podcasting content. Okay. Again, I know there's a ton of content out there and some people will say, but there's so much, you know, how could you get through it all? But there's not a, there's not so much that's just catered to me, mm-hmm. you know. And then there is stuff that I watch that I no longer watch, mm-hmm. like Vin Wiki. You know, I'm gonna call out the smoking tire guy. Why? So so there the, he was on Vin Wiki talking about. Is that a show? I don't. Yeah, know it's a show is. on. It's a, it's a YouTube channel. Okay. And they they're kind of supercar guys. Okay. Uh, but the smoking tire guy, I forget his name. Matt. Uh, Matt Farah. Yeah. So. He had the show called Sorted online. I think it was strictly online in which they took cars from like regular Joe Schmoes, high horsepower cars that they competed against each other from like specific regions before having a final winner. Okay. I didn't make it to the end of the show just because I, I lost interest a little, a little bit. But he in general on Vegan Wiki, he was talking about the show and he was talking about how people he says people say they like, you know, home builds, home brew cars, garage, you know, garage guys, the underdog that builds the high horsepower car versus like the supercar. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, but the numbers show this, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers show this. And I know that, you know, like mainstream, they're always going to love a supercar over, yeah, over, you know, a, a home built car, mm-hmm. but an enthusiast mm-hmm. is always going to love the home built car versus the uh the supercar in general right would you rather see a you know a lamborghini versus a ferrari or would you rather see kevin kevin's 800 horsepower eg from down the block versus like someone's vintage mustang that they build in their own garage as well i mean truthfully i'd want to see both you don't want to see both? I would want to see both. Oh, you would want, but which one would you want to see more? More? Um, I actually would base that on whether the cars interested me. So when you said EG, that yes, I would see that more. But if it was like a Mustang versus a Camaro build, yeah. Mustang build versus Camaro build, or a Ferrari and versus a Lamborghini brand new, I might lean towards supercar. Because really? Just because the... Um, the demographics of the car matter to me a little bit also. So regardless of home build versus um, bought off the shelf, which is what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might lean based on the car's interest to me. So you are in the Matt Farah category. And uh, I, I thought he was a bit, I thought, I thought his comment was a bit of sort of kind of a sellout comment. And, okay. and I don't like the sellout phrase a little bit. The cliche of it, because I think everyone should not sell out, but cash in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everyone should cash in on on whatever successes they have. 
Um, but speaking as an enthusiast, I would put way more value on someone who took the time to build their car than, you know, a manufacturer or even a garage's like established build, right? Or established manufacturer car. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really want to see that on YouTube, but they, he was definitely leaning that way and kind of disregarding the home build cars, cars right? Which is what I want to see. That is what I'm interested in. You know, that is, that is what I want to see kind of, I would much rather they feature that, which is what drew me to that sordid show to begin with is that they had that on there. It was sort of a mix. Uh uh And apparently now he's saying that he would much rather either have builds by garages or do more, cars with mainstream appeal mm. and yeah of course if you go by the numbers i mean most of most of youtube is 13 year old kids of course they're gonna right. want a lambo mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know but i was i was like mm, yeah this is taken away from the car enthusiasm a little bit right but like i said it's for me purely taste so if it was the r32 gtr versus a built S2000. I'm going to watch that before I watch the Ferrari Lambo video. Right. So really for, yeah, again, for me, it's, it's more about the cars that are being featured versus built or bought type of scenario. Yeah. And if for anything, me, yeah, I, I think it's just a better story for me. Well, absolutely. When a, when a car yeah, is built, there's a journey right? and there's a story. Yeah. And blood, sweat and tears, right? The blood. Yes. I mean, I guess also since I've sort of been through it at yeah. some degree, yeah, I am a little biased, <laughs> But not that I don't want I don't think my car deserves to be on that show. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a high horsepower car. That wasn't the intention. But at the same time, regardless of popularity or not, mm-hmm. I would I would much rather give the spotlight to the guy that spent, you know, hundreds of hours in his garage building a car, mm-hmm. even if it even if it isn't as great as the Ferraris or the Lambos that are out there. For sure. And you, like, you give that guy more respect, right? The guy oh, that for built. Sure. Yeah, and did the work. He's a truly wrenching and all that jazz. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. to hear him say that they're moving away from that, they would they would rather not do that. It was it was a little disappointing, especially considering since like the smoking tire is supposed to be like the enthusiast brand. Right? So oh, I see. So you're saying that he's kind of turning back on what was his what he's his bread with. and butter, his bread yes. and butter. Right. Yeah, That's what yeah, yeah. built him to what he is. Who right? his true viewers were. Yeah. Was yeah, there exactly. From the beginning. They featured normal guys in normal cars. Yeah, you that's know? very true. Because, like, I just watched the S2000 one the other day. Yeah. Like, two years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this car. No, and no, now he's okay. saying, okay, so, but th- it doesn't get enough views. So we're just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it could be that he's now, re- he's now dealing with more sponsors and all that stuff. So he's skewing that way. But then also, I don't know, the VinWiki guys are kind of in that direction also. Were they also doing builds before or driving um, builds? No, or I, don't the, I think the VinWiki Vin guys have always been more like supercar type of guys, right? Okay. They tend to feature more of that oh, side okay. of things. Okay. Uh, they have good stories on there for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're definitely more like cannonball. Oh, like, yeah, type, right. th- those type of those got type it. of enthusiasts. Got it, but, got it. But yeah, anyway, let's get into our last which uh, topic, which is a question from the listener. Mm-hmm. And this question um comes from carlos in la Mm -hmm. and sorry carlos i know i've been sitting on this one for a while i hope you're still listening um but the question was what do you guys do for a living like Mm. what are your day jobs and i know we've touched on that before um but that's this is sort of where the show was birthed yes is from our day jobs so we worked in a software company 
um, as people who run the project. Yeah. Thus, why we can handle project cars, or you can at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time, which yeah. is a factor in project management, but nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and so just the mutual interest in cars, I think, is where we... S- I don't even know if we had started talking to each other about our cars. Because I, I was still driving the SI, right? Yeah. And you had your Rio untouched. Yeah. So it wasn't really out there that we were that into cars because my car was stock except for being lowered. Yeah. So you never was like, oh, hey, uh, have you done anything? You know, you know, like we never talked about the cars, actually. Well, I mean, it was that there was this one dude that worked with us that was very obnoxious about his S-2000. passion. Yeah, his passion yeah. for cars. Uh-huh. So I think that prevented at least me yes. from being outward about my own passion because oh, I didn't. Okay. Want, I had gotten sucked in into a few conversations with him. Okay. At the office, yeah. in which he challenged my enthusiast card. Oh God! And what I mean by that is that he, the person that I was with, knew that I liked cars, mm-hmm. and he answered the conversation and started essentially quizzing me, testing your knowledge. right on like turbo knowledge and and just parts in general, and and I just kind of rolled my eyes and bounced. Okay, and that's when I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't talk about this at the office. Like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Um, like it's not a pissing contest for me, but you're right. I didn't, I hadn't thought of that. We didn't really talk a lot about. We didn't connect based on cars. No, no. We connected because you ate freaking bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's this right. Non-Filipino, <laughs> non-Asian, non-Vietnamese. Yeah, is gonna fucking eat a bullet. And he yeah. did. Yeah. He did. So I was yeah, like, it, oh shit. Yeah. He automatically it, enters a list. It wasn't until much later that you short. told me that because yes. to me it just seemed like a normal adventure. But then afterwards, thinking about this, and this is a bit of a tangent, yet, yeah, like, Randy and I, in the morning before anyone had enter- entered the office, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ate Baloo in the office kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You grilled it on the griddle we had there. Well, I warmed it in boiling water on, on the, the griddle. griddle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we were... Uh, a Filipino guy, probably the only colored individuals in in the office. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. Or ethnic. I don't know what the correct term uh-huh. is. Yeah. The whole, yes. Don't get a minority. Minorities yes. in the office uh-huh. Uh-huh. eating balut at seven in the morning in the <laughs> <Yeah>. kitchen, <laughs> laughing, laughing yes. our asses yeah. off. Yeah. 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 And it wasn't later that you also realized that you thought I you thought that was kind of shocking, right? But it's yeah. I guess it is. I mean, I've mentioned it to other people that we did that, and they're uh-huh. always like, "Why would you eat that?" Yeah, I'm like, dude, it's different cultures. Like, you know, get get with it's it. It's a bird. We eat birds in eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Baked. This Whatever. was just a little more fully formed. Yeah, just a little bit. But anyway, that's 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 sort of where we were birthed in those offices. Mm-hmm. And shit, my bad. I messed up your nice. Lego comment. Yeah. Um. And and that's sort of where where we started and where we've invested. So my day job is. I, I basically manage a team of software implementation people, mm-hmm. consultants, mm-hmm. right? And we deal in software. Um, for me, mostly in the restaurant industry. For Randy, I'm internal with the company now, right? So which I, is a much better position to be in. Eh, yeah, it's also annoying. Uh, it's got its own nu- nuances, but I also <laughs> do the same thing. But I implement it on the inside. Yeah. With a vendor. So now we're on opposite sides of a fence, essentially. Right? And Carlos, now you understand why we were hesitant about this question. It's oh, it's so boring. It it's is so boring. painful. Yeah, and that, that is why this happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hit me up randomly one day and say, hey, you want to start a podcast? 
um, you know, podcast was already pretty big at the time, you it know, was, three years it ago. It was bubbling. It was yeah. bubbling. But we were like, yeah, why not? I mean, we, we, we still kept, you know, hanging out after you left the job. Yes. Um, and every time we spent hours talking. Mm-hmm. So it was like, my, why not put it on a mic? Not that, you know, anyone needed to listen to it, but yeah. And that's where it triggered was, I think we were chatting a lot on Skype about cars. Eventually we got there. Cause yeah. there was a point I wanted the other type R, the other civic type R before the one that's currently in uh, the U S do I have it here? The hatch. Oh yeah, I do. Yes. The hatch, the yeah. white one under, um, above the a, the, above the blue a. So I, that's the, that's the European spec. Um, type R. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Before, yeah. I thought I was gonna come here, and I really liked it. And the I, egg, really? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. and that was the precursor for this current engine. This, uh, okay. this generation's current engine. So, um, I think that's when we started having conversations at work, and then we were skyping about cars a lot. And yeah, I was like, eh, you know what? I'm listening to a podcast. I'm skyping about cars. I hate my life. <laughs> I hate the cube life. Who yeah. love? Who likes the cube life? Yeah, Nobody for does. sure. Yeah, it and means. and you know, and we. I think for me and for you, I mean, to some degree, for you being in the Detroit, I know that's a lot harder out there. But we were part of like the heyday of the craze, yes, yes. you know, in the early two thousands, late nineties, kind of leading mm-hmm. into even mm-hmm. mid two thousands, uh, in in the car world out here, and then it just died out. Life got in the way. Of our car passions and the great recession did yeah, and the recession also mm-hmm. um so this was kind of a way back in mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and away from our our day jobs but yeah that's that's how we fund this show that's you know i, I think a lot of people have noticed we don't sell anything we don't at least not yet uh you know we don't if really you buy shit for from us or for us or yeah yeah, us yeah money, go for it know, but yeah but... this is definitely birthed as a passion project mm-hmm. to get our car enthusiasm enthusiasm back and yes. i think at this point we do have our car mojo in form of the s2000 and the e36 i think yeah that's true one, that's number 191 true. and number 291 yes so, yes so that's uh that's what we do for a living mm-hmm. i don't hope to do that for the rest of my life uh it's just sort of where i landed yeah and uh i had no did you have an intention to go into software you did right yes i did because my background is business computers right uh, my degree is in business computers so. and my degree is in economics right. um so i i was leaning more business which i'm kind of doing now i'm doing more management i'm not doing what i was doing before of just mm-hmm. implementing the software and doing project management um it's still focused in that uh regard but yeah i definitely want to move away from cube life not that I hate the nine to five. I think the nine to five is a respectable, you know, thing for a lot of people. Uh, but I think, you know, definitely eventually want to do more, either something more exciting or something for myself. Mm-hmm. I think if it's boring, I would rather just do it for myself. Yes. But I, I will work, you know, for somebody else if it's exciting, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, we'll keep the podcast going. Yes, indeed. And maybe and go been, into other ventures. And we've been consistent for three years almost. Yeah, that's right? true. We might have missed two episodes. Right. The You got yeah, COVID, the COVID. And then, one, and and then and there was a vacation. I think we might have missed one. But we would even pre-record before my vacation. We overseas. did. We did. I think we only had one real hiccup, like, early early on when we didn't like record correctly or something yeah there is was, a lost episode right <laughs> there is a lost episode there is where a the lost... audio is just gone <laughs> yeah yeah other than that yeah you, we've been pretty consistent yeah. i i i thought about like man we should have done or maybe we should do seasons 
where we have like an off period. Oh yeah, we could do right? that. No, I don't think so. Hey. I thought about it, but I was like, you know what? There, there could be a chance that Randy says he's got no time when it's time to start. Getting- <laughs> You gotta keep it going. Yeah, gotta so keep it going to make sure we don't lose it. Yeah, so yes, we don't yes, lose. yes. But yeah, you know, even me, you know, like you, you get out of practice of it, and then yeah. it's harder to get started again. For sure, and even missing that one week. Yeah, like, oh, and I, yeah, and I can say for three years I've looked forward to Friday. Mm-hmm. I never. There are very few things in my life, right, other than the car stuff. Yeah, there are a few things in my life that I'm excited about. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Everything yeah. is dread, right? I have to go to the doctor. I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. I have to have this meeting. I have to clean the house this thing broke this mm-hmm. that right in the house so to have something weekly that you're like oh hell yeah we're gonna go talk shit on the podcast <laughs> you know we're gonna go get randy the track or i'm uh-huh. gonna give updates on the e36 uh-huh. and and the po- and the podcast has motivated us in even purchasing our vehicles it did right it did. and and kind of and then so it opened up this this whole world of excitement of enthusiasm again so i i, I don't think i would ever want to stop Mm-hmm. Unless we absolutely had to, and there's nothing stopping us at this point. No, nah, no, yeah. No, nah, what is uh? What did Kevin Garnett say when uh? When what? When he won the championship? Is it? Uh, was it? I'm on top of the world. I don't know. I don't know. Like Frank, it, you I feel think like you are on top. The, of the your joke own is gone. <laughs> oh, okay. No, okay. I don't feel like I'm on top of the world, but I do feel you know this this sort of. I get maybe there's. To put it like a sort of sort of a metaphor, like there's an area of your brain that's atrophying from not engaging in fun things. It's just withering away and dying. Yeah. And really, there's just this like soulless vessel of a machine that just goes to work. <laughs> right? That's actually very true. If right? you don't have a passion project of your own or you're not doing something you're yeah, into. It's healthy. It's healthy yeah, to have it. That's very, very true. Because it almost moves you forward in life. Yeah, for sure. Generally speaking, right? Yeah. You have a goal and something you want to do. Yeah. But Not before you. we get extremely philosophical, yeah. that is our episode. How do you find us there, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you have any questions, any concerns, want to talk shit, send us some pictures, send us some things. Info at 91octane.com. Any last words, Randy? Shout out to NASA. I guess I'll see you all there. See you. I got to see your membership card. Okay. We got to see that. All right. (laughs) Good night.